Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox. That's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. A couple notes here from Eric and Abigail uh, about a demon, a demon basic user named Ryan, who is uh, asking us some questions. Yeah, so first of all, Eric notes that Ryan has been with the demon basic plan for a few months. His last practice test was a 172 with minus seven on games. So, wow, <laughs> that's a great position to be in. 172 and you're losing all your points in games, essentially. Um, that's where you can make a lot of progress. That's a 180 waiting to happen. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, you, you should be studying games 90% of your time. Yep. Ryan says, I think 175 plus is realistic for me if I can dial in and fix my game's weakness. We agree. How can I get over this hump on games? I often find myself splitting into an absurd number of worlds on a game and taking 15 minutes on an easy game or on a difficult game, not recognizing a foothold to start worlds and just brute forcing my way through. Hmm. Okay, well, let's start there. When, um, when you were done with that game, you didn't recognize a foothold. What foothold did we grab onto? And what about it? Seems like a a good reason to start there. I mean, there are not that many footholds, right? That seem to repeat themselves. Well, it's blocks, <laughs> if then statements. It's also uh, like any rule. I mean, you can you can think yeah. about like, okay, yeah. is that a good place to to stick a toe in or jam a finger in a crack if we're doing which rock rule do I hate the yeah. most, right? Like, let me get rid of that. That yeah, or like yeah, a connected player, right? Somebody yeah. who's mentioned in more than one rule. No shit. Mm -hmm. You should maybe think about that player if they're mentioned in more than one rule. Yeah. Yeah. You can kill a conditional rule. If there's a big block, that's really kind of obvious sometimes, you know, like P and Q have to go in the same semester or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, well, then they either go here or here. And that takes care of two out of my seven players. and that's a, a good place to start, but that's, that's the common triggers. You know, it's funny. Ryan almost has like problems on both sides of the spectrum. One, he's not finding a great place to start to split worlds on the basis of, and then on the flip side of that, he says, I often find myself splitting into an absurd number of worlds, which to me sounds like you're splitting unnecessary things, right? Maybe you see that F goes in these three spots, but it's like knowing that F goes in any one of them doesn't really help me anymore. So I'm just going to stop there. But for whatever reason, Ryan is deciding to split on the basis of that sort of useless F. So it's like Ryan is splitting when he doesn't need to and not splitting when he probably could. Students don't understand the goal they, of, of worlds, right? The, the, they think sometimes, and maybe Ryan thinks this or not, but what they think sometimes is that the goal is to write out all of the possibilities for the game. Mm -hmm. Like, well, mm -hmm. I've got to do full worlds. If I'm going to do worlds at all, I've got to do full worlds. Yeah. So I've got to write out every possibility, including shit like, you know, what Ryan's probably doing here is like splitting on wild cards. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. That P can go in any one of these three remaining spaces, but that's also true of the other two players. They're all just wild cards. There's no point splitting any further. Yeah, you're not getting rid of any rule. You're not getting any more certainty. You're just putting floaters in to, 
you know, all of the different combinations of places. That's never what we're going to do. The purpose of making worlds is to eliminate rules. The purpose of making worlds is to play a simpler game. So there's four rules. Can you eliminate one or more of those rules by baking them into worlds? And sometimes you bake in one or two rules and then you go, you know, I could bake in these other conditions, but it's going to result in a lot of splits without that much more certainty. I don't want to go from two worlds into eight worlds if I don't have to. I've already baked in two of the rules. From here, I'm playing a pretty easy, a pretty easy game. Yeah, it's gone from four rules to two rules. <laughs> and and now I'm going to tackle the questions. Or, yeah. you know, and there is an art to it, Ryan. I know that's probably not that satisfying to hear because, you know, you're you want the answer, which I, I do understand, but it you just have to keep practicing building those worlds in thoughtful ways. And yeah, watch our videos. I don't know. Any more advice? Oh, there's more from Ryan, actually. Yeah. So Ryan continues. How the hell do people get good at games? I started LSAT prep last October and still feel like I'm stuck on what should be the easiest section. First, Ryan, um, I think you're like beating yourself up too much. You think it should be an easy section. It should be an easy section on some level, but don't don't think about that. Don't worry about that. You're at where you're at and you're going to figure this out. In fact, I predict that Ryan is going to crack this. Yeah. Get oh, a totally. 180, like you said. And you're in a and, good place, Ryan. Minus yeah. seven. It's not minus 17, which many yeah. people start at minus 17, you know, and maybe you did and maybe you've made progress to get to your minus seven. But you can go from, you know, right now you're basically dropping one game or one game plus a question or two. You can perfect that. Like you can get to the point. I believe that Ryan can get to a point where games is his strongest section. Yeah. It's not just get good at it. It's perfect it. Yeah. And, and I do think you can get there, Ryan. Yeah. Well, and, and I say this on the, the show a lot and I, I want to figure out how we can develop a tool that prompts people to do this, mm. but I really want people to understand the idea that to ride a bike, to learn how to ride a bike, you don't ask your friend to hold the handlebars forever. Yeah. Right. Like you just enough to get going and you do as much as you can on your own. And then when you need help again, yeah, you get their yeah. help again. And, and we need to do that with the video somehow. It's like the video starts when that click happens, stop it. Don't, don't just get lazy and sit back and be spoon fed the rest of the, the game setup. Say, oh, okay. I, even when you just have a clue, you're like, oh, I think they're, they're splitting on the basis of S. I don't want to know anything yeah. else. I'm going to try to do it myself now. And then you create three splits. You start the video again. It's like, oh, they did four. Ah, shit. Okay, I messed up. But you tried on your yeah. own. Yeah. That's what I want. You want to read yeah. the rest of this from Ryan? Sure. Um, Y'all rock. I'd love to work for you once I get my 175. We want you to work for us too. Ryan, please apply. Yeah. Uh, how do they do that? Just help at lsatdemon.com? Yep. If you have a 170 plus official LSAT and you're interested in working with us, Send us a screenshot of your score report and a video of you teaching one or more uh, LSAT questions. Help at LSATdemon.com. Former LSAT Demon students uh, strongly, strongly encouraged. Okay. So here's a, I guess, another submission that Ryan had sent in to the help team, uh, or sorry, to the ask team. It says, 
Hi, I'm a regular 170 plus score because I have LR and RC in good places, but I've always struggled with the games. Nate's video explanation for this game, and this happened to be test 24 game two, just clicked with me. I usually do worlds, but I wind up splitting and splitting until I have 20 plus worlds sometimes. Yeah, you're you're like on autopilot or something. Yeah. Taking forever and ever. This video made it click with me that worlds aren't to list all of the possibilities, which is what you were just saying, Nathan. And they are to make the games easier by eliminating rules from the equation. Nice. By by okay. leaving open space. Yeah, I was able to take this game from 18 worlds to three worlds and be more accurate in my answers. I can't yeah. wait to practice more with this okay. new insight. Okay, he's great. got it. I, I would be willing to guarantee that he's already got it. I mean, I can't be 100% certain, can I? Be willing but, to guarantee, yeah. <laughs> well, I would make a wager. Yeah. You know, like I, I would bet money you know that it's even money or better that ryan already is like perfect on the games because that right there what he just said by leaving open space i was able to take this game from 18 worlds to three worlds and be more accurate in my answers i can't wait to practice more with this new insight again that insight is worlds aren't to list all the possibilities they are to make games easier by eliminating rules if you literally had to list all the possibilities for every game. Some games, yeah, there's only 12 possibilities. In fact, there are a lot of games where there's only 12 to say 16 possibilities total, which I think surprises people because when you read the rules initially, you're like, oh shit, there's so many different ways this can go. It's like, no, actually, as you start going through it, there's even not fewer that on many. some games, right? There's yeah, games where yeah. there's two outcomes or three outcomes, which is wild. wild. Yeah. yeah, it is wild. But, um, and then there's some where it's like over many. 100. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not as many games fall into that category, but if that were the goal, even on the games with a limited number of scenarios, 18 worlds, yeah, no, good luck. This is just not no. a good, but good use if of time. you can capture those 18 solutions in three templates, yeah, because you were judiciously splitting, that's not to say that every split has to be like the best split you possibly could have made. There's many ways to arrive at perfectly adequate worlds. Yep. You can, you know, you can start with pretty much any rule and just make a split, like incorporate that rule to, to split some worlds, or sometimes you can incorporate a rule into just one world, right? In that case, obviously don't split, Mm -hmm. but if you can incorporate a, if you, if you have to split to incorporate a rule, you do that. And the point isn't to fill out entirely both sides. Like you don't have like, now if you make inferences and you get to fill a bunch of shit out, that's great. But if on one side or the other of your split, you don't really make a lot of inferences, that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily keep splitting that side until you get to fill everything out. Yeah. Anyway, I think he's got it. Anything yep. more? No. Email daily at lsiddemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.